Gera can hit them. Did oh, what a goal by Zoltan Gera! And still Baptista, yes! It's Kamai, it's fantastic! One from David Villa, great finish! He's done just that, he scored! Jorginho's done it! Hello and welcome to the Streets Don't Forget podcast. I'm your host, Dan Mountney, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-hosts, two men who, according to internet rumour, have been tasked with directing a new football movie called Moving On, which follows Peter Odenwingi's ill-fated drive down the M40 from West Brom to QPR. It's Ben Woolley <laughs> and Harry Martinez. I wondered where this was going for a minute. <laughs> Man, you spoiled the surprise now. That movie was going to bang. <laughs> Wait, this is our early marketing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into cinemas near you very soon. Oh, God, I wouldn't go to a cinema to watch that. I would. I'd be a bad like, film. Have you ever watched that film Lock with Tom, Tom Hardy, where it's just him driving the entire time on the phone? That's what I feel this that, film would be. That's exactly what I'm after. <laughs> yeah, that's it's just two-hour close-up on Peter Odenwingy's face, mate. I want like you know you know in Peep Show where they have the inner monologue. I want, I want Peter yeah. and Wingy's inner monologue. He's thinking like I can't wait to play with Nico Crenshaw. This is going to be the best day of my life. Oh mate. Well, do you remember last week we talked about football curses? How could one, I forget? One of the ones that was mentioned was touching a trophy before a final. Yeah. Well, I have been right. struck down by this very curse. Oh mate. Oh, so, uh, mate. Uh, ben, I'm sure you know. I don't know if Harry knows this, but Ben, you definitely know. I, I played in a tournament at the weekend. And, uh, we, you did we, did, we did very well. And we no, got, you didn't. We got all the you did. You went home from the pub early. Especially. Yeah, I did. I did. I, I was very well behaved. Um, but anyway, we did very well. We got all the way to the final. And um, before Sorry, said how? final, because because I am the next Ika Casillas, mate. Manuel Neuer. Oh, you were in, you were in goal. Uh, I had the gloves on, mate. I was in between the sticks. Oh, I pictured you as a librero, mate, just wandering the centre of the pitch. I'm a bit. I'm, I'm, they got the legs for that anymore, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no runs more maybe, maybe in my youth, not anymore. Uh, anyway, we made it all the way to the final, and before the final, they bought the trophy out and they put it on a little, a little stand. We had, a little pin. We had to walk out past it onto the pitch. And somebody <laughs> on my team touched the trophy, and I knew oh, it was no. over. Honestly, I nearly oh. collapsed to the floor in despair, and we lost three-one. Whoever did that isn't allowed on the team bus home. Mate, yeah, that's yeah, honestly, he's off, mate. I was not happy. He's off. I was not. Happy. And you conceded three. You didn't have a good day. I didn't. They stuck. They stuck two ones in the bottom corner. I was like, right, okay, this is just how it's gonna go. <laughs> oh, you're no a big problem. man. There's no way yeah, you'll be doing that quick enough. Well, commiserations to everyone on your team apart from them. It's not the same fella that remembered the weird facts about Gabby Abong Lahore, was it? <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> um, also, a couple of weeks back, we had a good old laugh about names from Pro Evolution Soccer. Uh, well, I've got... They were classic. I've got good Fantastic. news and I've got bad news on this topic. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. The bad news is despite extensive research and even loading up a few old Pez games... I couldn't find the fake name for Mikel Landru as much as we wanted it. I yeah, no. I tried as well. I could not. Yeah, yeah, I think it was probably because the French league was licensed. But alas, we will, we will have the good news, which is I found some more funny Pez names. If you would oh, like, brilliant. Them. Yes, always. So first always. up from Pez thirteen, who do we think Manatoz is? Manish. Uh. It is another player whose name that Harry can't get right. It's Rafa Marquez. Oh, oh yeah. no. What was Mark Marquez called? On <laughs> <laughs> uh, Speed. Uh, well, I'm going to do a couple of <laughs> team names now because these are these are awful. Um, who do we think the Lake District are? The Lake Rail, Is it Rails Salt City, maybe? Have you got any guesses? You know what? It's a left field choice, but I kind of respect that. Um, I don't know. Enlighten me. West Ham United. Of course. <laughs> what were they called? Lake District. I remember now. I remember. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why are they called oh, Lake, Lake District? District? It's so stupid. Um, another <laughs> oh. team name for you. Uh, Aragon. Any guesses? Oh, mate. Arsenal? 
Uh, no, it's not Arsenal. No, it's not a bad guess though. I think it it's could be like the, Valencia or the Spanish league. Yeah, yeah uh, it's, it's not the Spanish league. It's Manchester United. Of course it is. Back to the players now. I can only assume this is Keith Lemon's cousin. Uh, any guesses for Neil Lemon? Yeah, Neil Lemon. Yeah, that is correct. Of course. <laughs> this isn't even like a Friday afternoon job, this. They let the intern do it. They, honestly, they're what so ridiculous. They, had, they got up the random name generator and just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just went for this it. This next one is absolutely brilliant. Uh, Snake Derek. Snake <laughs> <laughs> Derek. Snake Derek. <laughs> it's going to be someone stupid like Sammy Hippie or something uh, it's like that. It's not Sammy Hippie, no. Snake oh, Derek. Is it? it is a former Southampton midfielder, Stephen Davis. Of course. Snake <laughs> How Derek. How could we not have guessed? Uh, this one is really easy to get, but it did just make me chuckle. Uh, Juan Sebastian Ravon. <laughs> oh, see, they've done a classic thing of just moving the fir- the middle letter yeah. in the first letter. <laughs> that right. one is ridiculous, though. I know they obviously had to do it for what was it like image rights and copyright reasons. Yeah. That one's way too obvious. You're not getting away. My snake Derek is the worst. <laughs> I think I'd be more annoyed if they called me Snake Derek. To be yeah. honest, Snake Derek. A uh, couple more for you before oh. we wrap this up. Uh, Jens Musterman. <laughs> oh my god! Is it Jens Lehman? Yes. You'd think it was Jens Lehman. But it's Oliver Kahn. Why have they You've done that? You've not even that? tried that. You've just made something up. Like, if you'd have done it for Jens Lehmann, I would have said, yeah, fair enough. Like, it's kind of close. But they Oliver literally Kahn. thought Oliver Kahn was Jens yeah. Lehmann. That's what uh, they've honestly. done here. Uh, and this one, this one is brilliant. Uh, and you're not going to guess it at all. Uh, Aranges 117. <laughs> Aranges? <laughs> Shout out you did say this was a team, didn't you? Uh, no, this is a player. <laughs> <laughs> they've put they've put numbers in this player's name. Aranges one one seven. Ronaldo. Uh, it's Robin Van Persie, of course. Uh, and this 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 is the final one. I'm not going to let you guess it because it gets awfully confusing. I'm just going to explain it. Uh, so, on one of the early versions of Pro Evolution, the England squad consisted of a player called Gascoigne. Who you're thinking is Paul Gascoigne? As oh yeah, naturally. That was Graham Lasso. Uh, so what of was course. Paul Gascoigne called? He was called Platt. <laughs> <laughs> then, hang on. So then what was David Platt called? Lasso. He's got his, to be Lasso. His name was Hoddle. Oh, for <laughs> Thankfully, Glenn Hodland retired at this point. But guess who England, the England manager was? Graham Lasso? No, Glenn Hoddle. <laughs> oh, of course. They honestly, Konami need to have a serious oh. look at themselves. It just gets more oh. and more ridiculous the more you look into it. It's brilliant. It's it is. so funny. Do you know what? I think, I think once we've got a good Hall of Fame going, I think we should go back to Pro Evo and just create the teams and just put the in name the 11, stupidest yeah. names. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Uh, Harry, you've got some... What have you got for us this week? Is it facts or... I do have some facts, or I can have tweets. It's whatever you'd fancy today. Oh, let's friend. have some facts. I like your facts. They're good. All right, you can have the facts. All right, Harry's Fact Corner resumes. So the we first one, little, we need to get a little jingle for that. Harry's <laughs> back corner. I'm to, there will be a jingle inserted. I'm going to make as a jingle. Brilliant. It's a fact. So I'm talking about facts. So uh, the first one is Mourinho went nine years without losing a home game, a home league game. Isn't that crazy? Nine enough. whole years. Oh, the, I think we all know this one, but it's a brilliant one. The uh, the Salah when he won the Puskas Award in 2018, but he didn't win Goal of the Month or Goal of the Season for Liverpool. Yep. Yeah, that's not on, honestly. That's a travesty, that. Yeah. Uh, Philip Lahm went 13 months without committing a foul. I think I knew that one. It's, it's like the Gary Lineker. Oh, crazy only one, got mate. one yellow card in his whole career, yeah. Um, Walcott has more Champions League goals than R9 and Zidane. Yeah, and Zidane, yeah. Uh, Ryan Bertrand is the only player in history to win the uh, Champions League on his debut. Really? Nice. Yeah, mate. Isn't that crazy? That was his Chelsea debut. That was his Chelsea debut. That's nuts. Uh, Bas Dos scored 45 first touch goals in a row. I can believe that as well. Isn't that crazy, though? 45 first what touches in a row he scores. Uh, that's the end of my fat corner. It's a fact. I'm talking about facts. 
How do you feel about tattoos, boys? Uh, I don't have any, so I, I, I'm 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 scared of needles, so they're not for me. <laughs> uh, I don't have any, but my missus is tied up, so yeah, we know what we know what you like. See, footballers, they love themselves a tattoo. However, yes. as the old adage goes, money doesn't always buy taste. Oh, this Richarlison, please. No, I've, I've, oh. I was inspired by the Richarlison one, so I've done some digging on some utterly horrendous footballer tattoos, and I've got a selection of my favourites for you. Okay. So I imagine you were running out of space to write them all down, mate. He's written, he's written them on his body. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to pick my favourite and get it myself. Uh... So, does anyone remember Jay Bothroyd? Arsenal yes, Academy I do remember player. Jay Bothroyd. Yeah, yeah boy. I think he was friends with Gaddafi's son at one point. Yeah, they point. played together for Perugia. Yeah, which might be the inspiration behind this particular tattoo. Where, for those of you looking at home, he's decided to get down the side of his body <laughs> a pistol, a grenade, a knife, and an AK-47 in a very fetching display that spells out the word love. Oh my god, I didn't even know that. With the... <laughs> Was it was it just me that looked at a knife from afar and thought it was like a snake head? Yeah, <laughs> mate. Sort of... I didn't even know. I don't know what was going through his love. head when he got this. That was... Yeah, it's got to be honest. With you, the, the creative art behind it is quite quite intelligent. Oh really. yeah, you can appreciate the artistry. But so... it is god awful. <laughs> it is abysmally yeah, it bad. Oh, do you reckon he got that after his England debut? Did he play? No way. Oh. He played for England. Yeah, mate. He played one game for I England. I refuse to believe that. There's no way. After his season at Cardiff City. Well, it's funny you should mention your missus having tattoos, Harry, yeah. because she's got Ben's face on her ass. <laughs> Ursus Vitas decided he'd get a very lovely tribute to his missus by getting her face tattooed on him. I say I wasn't far wrong. I hope he didn't. How bad is I it? I hope he didn't pay a lot of money for it because <laughs> it's not gone particularly well. <laughs> Yet again, Willie, this looks like Cassandra from Doctor Who. <laughs> it honestly does. It's between that and it looks a little bit like the kind of newspaper clipping, like ransom note you'd get where they try and put a photo of someone's <laughs> face on it. Uh, do you know what it does look like? Oh, mate. Uh, ben, you'll know what I'm on about here because you, you you appreciate this group. You know the Human League album with the face on the front? <laughs> exactly which one. <laughs> it, it, it looks like it the does. face on the front. <laughs> it looks like they've typed into an AI generator woman and it's just produced that. This uh, this next one might be the worst one on the list. Yeah, go on. So we all remember Arthur Boric. Right? I know what this is. I've seen this. Yes. This is so bad. This man has one of the most horrendous tattoos I have ever seen. And I, this is burned into my memory, so now it will be yours as well. As he's decided <laughs> to turn his belly button oh. into a monkey's asshole. It's so funny. <laughs> I always remember the classic one where there's another monkey lifting up his tail. <laughs> Put a little finger in there. Oh, at least they haven't got their you own know, faces towed on the back there's, uh, it's funny you should mention that because I do remember Andres D'Alessandro who played for Portsmouth oh yes well, it, fun fact he has a, a nickname in Argentina which is the big headed and I can see why because he went and did the unthinkable and got his own face tattooed oh, on his oh my stomach. word what a f- man <laughs> what is he thinking? hang on who's the woman who's the woman <laughs> I don't it's know, but I'm assuming it's his mum. Well, she looks like she's... It, the, the photo I'm looking at is quite like zoomed out and a, a little bit blurry. But it looks like she's wearing like a pilot's hat with goggles. <laughs> it's Amelia Earhart, mate. He's just creating his starting 11 in goals. He's got my nan. <laughs> and the last one I've got for you, this one isn't particularly cursed. I actually kind of okay. like this one. And it's it's Daniele De Rossi. It's just the slides on the back of yeah. his leg. Just remind yeah. me everyone I'll, what he's what? about. I like this yeah. one. It's, that, it's good. I'm it's a good. big fan. It's creative big. enough to be to be all right. So him as well. We'll it's stick so uh, we'll stick a couple of the worst ones on Twitter, and you can tell us all which one your your well, favorite. Absolutely sticking that face up. <laughs> it's the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, episode eight this week, we've decided it's only right. To honor the number eights. The only rule here for the players you're allowed to pick is that they had to wear number eight at some point during their career. So Harry, would you like to get started? I can get a start if you want. I've uh, I've got one a man who did wear number eight for one season, but you know what? One season's all we needed. 
And I think in his own right, he's a streets won't forget player. And I, I, I'm bringing to the table Julio Baptista. He is streets won't forget because he's in the intro. He's <laughs> absolutely a streets won't forget. Anyway, he's in. I'd like to ask you what what do you remember Baptista for? Like, what's your what's well, his defining as an feature Arsenal in your eyes? Fan, my defining memory of him is that League Cup game at Anfield where I think it ended like six four, and he got and he got six, four three. of them. Yeah. Yeah, I think and, that'd be the same for me. I but mean, this is what just, I mean. You, 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 yeah, you don't really remember him for one feature though. Like he, yeah, he had a really good right foot on him, but he was good in the air. He was good at dribbling. No, he had a couple I disagree of with this. On him, the I one think... thing I remember him for physically is he was massive. He was huge, wasn't he? Yeah, known he, as was the beast? he was huge. He was huge. He was yeah, known he was. as the beast. Yeah, it's the fact that he was at that size, but he was playing as an attacking midfielder. Yeah, he was like the first. Second striker, wasn't he? Was that kind Wouldn't of? Would you say that? Are you saying that? Behind? His goal scoring record at Sevilla from 2003 to 2005. Mate, it's incredible. Is nuts. So the first season is 36 Mate, it's games, incredible. 24 goals in all competitions. Next season is 43 games and mm. 23 goals. And then obviously he earns the move to Real Madrid. Yeah, things fall apart from there. But that that two season spell at Sevilla. Oh, mate, he got 38 goals in 63 appearances for Sevilla. It was incredible. I saw a stat on how many goals he'd scored in uh, in La Liga because obviously he went back there with uh, with Malaga mm. later on in his career. Which yet again, he scored fourteen goals in twenty nine appearances there. Like he he could score a lot of goals, and those two seasons. Of I was Sevilla about to say he didn't do badly with Arsenal, um, getting ten goals in all competitions. Then I realised he stat padded at Anfield, so it probably wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah, literally, mate. Take <laughs> yeah. those off. He's got six. Old decision as well. A swap deal for Reyes. Yes, it was. Not even. Out and yeah, out yeah, yeah. That's kind of it's a lesser seen transfer that the just straight up player swap. It was a really strange one. Batista. There's no flag. Arsenal are in again. Batista four. Well, they popped a big massive hole in that right side of the defence again. This is beyond Arsene Wenger and Arsenal's wildest dreams, and I mean that. I mean, he was part of that. That. Severe side that had some class players. I mean, he had Sergio Ramos oh, and man. Danny Alves. Um, so there's some there's some good class around him. Um, but just you know, there's two defenders I've named. But to score the goals he did without playing as an out and out striker, I think is incredible. I think he was he was so good in the air. I watched some of his clips earlier. And have you ever seen his bicycle kick for Malaga? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh mate, it is unreal. I'll find you a clip and drop it to you because it's unreal. It's it. Ball comes back. He looks like he's in the air for you know ten seconds. He's just floating and then just whips his right foot over it. Absolute yeah, bang. Ronaldo, Ronaldo copied him. He's all. um. <laughs> I think I think he's a he was a good player who could have been something better. Like we say about a lot of these players, but I think for those two years at Sevilla and then those iconic moves. And I mean, he still looked good on the pitch. He'd still go and watch him. He just didn't have the output anymore. I think for those seasons, he is. A streets won't forget player, including the time at that streets won't forget team of Malaga. That, yeah, that Malaga team is it's so good. It's just golden, isn't it? So there's something you love to watch about like an attacking midfielder who's not just like a fancy dad. He's not all the skills. There's something really fun about seeing a man just barrel his way through a team. Literally, he was just and then he, had, he had a bit of everything, didn't he? I mean, if he wanted him to be tricky with a ball, he could. But like you said, he was just—he was too big to be to be a tricky well, little midfielder. Thing, like if you if you look at his stats before he moves to Sevilla when he's at Sao Paulo, he's not really—he's not not a goal scorer at all, and he's not a goal scorer no, afterwards. No, I don't no. think he ever really knew what he was position-wise. No, I think that was yeah. an issue. Yeah. Well, you can tell because you look at how much he moved around in his career. Like they never found the position he settled in. Like, he was forced out to the wing of Madrid. He still went to big clubs, though, I'd argue. You know, it's he not like went, he didn't have the quality. But they could never find a place where he was able to hold down a position in that team. I think, and this is a bit of a bold claim, I think he's a little bit before his time. Do you know what I mean? I think if he's around now, he's playing a the Joe Linden role. Absolutely. I think he's playing the Joe Linden role. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I, I hate how accurate that is, though. He Playing was... in like a four-four-two is not going to suit him at all, and people wouldn't, you know, the four-three-three was coming in in that kind of era. But you know, until he got his move to Malaga, I don't think there was really a position for him. And in Malaga, they kind of played two strikers, one dropping off. So I think he suited there a bit more. But he was, you know, he was quite old by then. Uh, ben, who have you got? Because I think you're going to have to bring someone special to top that. Because Baptista is a great shout. Oh, and I picked. 
the most special man I could possibly bring. English footballing royalty, this. And naturally, as we're talking about number eight, so I've picked someone who played as a striker for pretty much <laughs> his entire career. But did wear the number eight shirt at Liverpool. It is, of course, Emil Heskey. Oh, my word. Okay. Yes. Can I, can I, I just ask quickly? We had early discussions about this. We do this every week where we talk about who we're going to bring. And it's gone from Ramirez to Samir Nasri to Emil Heskey. How have we got here? I, Look, to be honest with you, I think I think Heskey's more suits for forget than the other two. Have a word with yourself, mate. <laughs> Well, I was Man, mainly Stephen Ramirez for our CDM episode. But this is, my, this is the point I was going to make. So when I first thought of it, I was like, here I go again. But a second week in a row, I'm suggesting someone who's just a bit of a meme. Because those you think of Heskey, you think of the utterly abysmal misses, the crosses going out for goal kicks, that kind of thing. And then you start to look a little bit closer. And you see things like he's part of the Premier League 100 club. Which... I don't think anyone would suggest scoring 100 goals in one league is an easy feat. I mean, yeah, he was there no. for a while, but he played for a bit. He played for Liverpool for like four years. He's he's a, a victim of kind of falling off towards the end of his career. And all people think of is his struggles, shall we say, I think is the nice way of putting it. Well, I mean, even in his late career, I don't think he was not putting up great numbers. He was just getting selected for an England side and was a scapegoat for it. I've got some issues. Then you had the whole FIFA thing around him. He spends 19 seasons in the Premier League and he hits double figures three times as a striker. Yeah, his goal-scoring record's not amazing. I will give you that. That stinks. (laughs) Even to play over 500 games in like the English football pyramid. Where do you remember him most at? I, I mean... Probably Birmingham, Wigan, maybe Liverpool. I mean, I, I watched I watched clips the other day from I, I can't remember what I was watching, but they were going through Premier League strikers back in the day, and so many of them, when asked who was your favourite strike strike partner, loads said Emil Heskey. Yeah, because he never f- scores, so everyone else gets the goals. <laughs> but he's he's class in his because own he right. Does a dirty work, and that I can appreciate. But I think his goal scoring record for me is nowhere near good enough. Like, but he's not. Well, Woolley, not putting him forward because of his goal scoring. He's putting him forward because he's, he's a class player that gets forgotten about. He's not a class player. He's I not. think he, he is, is mate. He's he is how class. good he was at the start. Like, he got a call up to the the two thousand and two World Cup. Like, mate, on his day, on, on his day, people like defenders say that he was unplayable. But how often was his day? You're unplayable on your day, but when's that happening? <laughs> Thank you, mate. Cheers. Like, but Heskey's one of those players again, though. Like, yeah, he became a skateboarder for the England team. But then you watch him and you, you just kind of loved him. Like, I don't know oh, anyone who disliked him. No, and he was class. He was. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't see where your issue with Heskey is, mate. Like, I, I just think, don't, I I don't think, think if you truly would watch what he did, I think he is a class player. No. Because he's forgotten about way I remember too him for being a bit. Think of when, think of like what era we would have been, like how old we were, what how impressionable we would have been, like around that time where he was, is when we would have been watching football more. But prior to that, he was class. Scores is on his way. Got Heskey up with it. Evan Heskey. Is this going to be another one? It is. Would you believe it? Five one to England. Heskey on the score sheet now. Like there were most, he was like Leicester's top scorer for a league. He went to Liverpool, and that's I think the Liverpool one is where they sum him up best. Is that he wasn't a prolific goal scorer, but he gave your team another dimension. And I think, Literally. as Harry said, that's the bit because he doesn't get any credit for that, so you no. don't realise how good he was at that job. He wasn't your main goal scorer, but are you telling me someone who is more of an assister is therefore not? Was worthy of praise. Literally, I, I, I think it was, um, it was Robbie Fowler that was saying his favourite strike partner of all time was Emil Heskey. I think Owen might have said it, but I'm going to take Owen's opinion as wrong. So that kind of discounts my argument. Anything Michael Owen says is wrong. Literally, <laughs> the one I think the one crime that Emil Heskey did commit that that I don't think he can redeem himself for is: Do you remember in the lead up to the 2010 World Cup? When he injured Rio Ferdinand in training <laughs> because he fell on him. But even then, that, that adds to Man. his streets for nah. forgetting mystique, doesn't it? That's unacceptable. You can't be injuring. Our they should have played a centre back. They should have stuck him at centre back. <laughs> no, they should have stuck him on the plane back. <laughs> oh, 
He's won a couple of trophies in his time, hasn't he? Uh, I assume he won the UEFA Cup and stuff with Liverpool, no? He's won UEFA Cup, yeah. probably FA Cup, maybe League Cup. Yeah, he won a UEFA Cup, Super he won Cup. won the League Cup twice with Leicester. The Football League Cup, yeah. The man's got trophies. They're not league titles, but... The only thing I will say is he was replaced by Milan Barosh. So it's not like he was replaced by one of the greats for Liverpool. Saying that, Milan Barosh is a good player. He did have that little comeback spell when Barosh got injured and he went on, like, I think he scored 12 goals or something when he replaced Barosh back in the side. So That's what I mean. He's a good I player. I think he's, he's an underrated and oft-overlooked player who's chalked up as a joke when... He's a player that deserves to be remembered. Qu- quickly on Milan Baros, because you mentioned him, another person who's committed a big football crime. We're in number five as a striker. Unacceptable. <laughs> yeah, I'm, Unacceptable. I'm tempted to say if he ever comes up as a suggestion, he's getting automatically yeah, the he's not not Gian. Yeah, Asamo. I don't know. Gian was actually a decent player. Didn't he wear but... three? He wore three for Sunderland, yeah. Uh, Runa Kone wearing two. He was crap. We're definitely not no. having him. Unforgivable <laughs> he was awful. as well. He was awful. Um, well, for my player... I'm not going to bother with stats this week because this is just all about pure vibes. You literally just mentioned Heskey's goals, but, you know. Mm. No, for my player, it's not about stats, <laughs> okay? I don't need stats, this man. It's all about vibes. And I've also gone for a crowd pleaser because I know for a fact this man is Ben's favourite player to ever do it. I would like to put forward a man who wore number eight for Villarreal in his second spell at the club, and that is Santi Cazorla. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to the Streets Won't Forget podcast this week. Welcome, Santi Cazorla. To Thank the you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where, where do you start? Technically, he, he, there was nobody quite like him. His ability with both feet, with, I think we've, we've not seen that in the Premier League before or since, have we? Like he goes, he's the most yeah, Harry Arter. player I have ever seen in my life. Yeah, he would go into what is he go go and take corners with one foot and then go to the other side and take it with the other foot. Like you don't see like, any. I genuinely doing that. couldn't tell you which his strong foot was. Well, he didn't he was... know either. He was asked, "What's your strong foot?" And he said, "I don't." They're both my strong foot. Like it's crazy when players say that. You cannot teach that kind of technical ability. Literally, no. No. there's the kind of like, you can either do it or you can't. And my God, say it to Usman Dembele. Like when they're like, oh, do you, you've, you've taken a penalty with the left foot and with the right foot. What foot are you? So, I don't know. It's just whatever I feel at the time. So, what, hey, what? Don't ever mention Cazorla and Dembele in the same breath again. I bet, you're, you're talking about two footed. Since you mentioned Usman Dembele, we may as well go on to the thing that I think Cazorla is remembered most for, and that is the horrific Achilles injury. He had eight operations, uh, contracted gangrene, nearly lost his foot, had to have a skin graft, and it took him two years to return to playing. Yeah, but the fact he even it. returned off nearly losing his foot is is insane. Like that's probably one of the worst injuries you could have ever in terms of a footballer, like Achilles especially. That's life altering. Oh like, yeah, career. Absolutely, absolutely. And the thing that really makes me sad is knowing that he never got that Arsenal farewell. Yeah. Yeah, the way yeah. he left so We hungry. loved him and he loved us. And he always played with a smile on his face. And I also can't remember a bad game he ever had for Arsenal. Like, there's no standout awful that game. 2014 FA Cup final is a day I will remember oh, forever where we're sat outside my house watching and this man bangs the free kick in. We were 2 0 down at that point. We yeah. were. And we were like, we need yeah. to score this. And we sat here, fingers crossed, head in hands. My man delivers. That's yeah. something that I to end the ten-year trophy drought as well. Like that was a special day. It is the little Spaniard, Santi Cazorla. Arsenal one, Hull two. A classic free kick, and we're heading for a classic FA Cup final. Nothing McGregor could do about it. The fact that he's turned his career around in the way he has. Obviously, he's playing in Qatar now, but the two years at Villarreal when he went back there, he was, he was he class. got recalled to the Spain squad at the age of, what, like 35? Yeah, mate, he, he was, was class. that good. And everyone in, uh, that watched Spanish football at the time was saying that like, he is the best player in the Liga at the moment. He was literally... It's like da- David Silva, you know, when they go back to where they came from and they play the football that yeah. they've learned all their lives, they just don't lose it yeah. and they're just oh, class yeah. in it. Well, there's a game he played, I think it was against Wigan, where he got four assists in the same match. And I'm pretty sure every single one yeah. is a different kind of goal. The man had it all in his locker. Yeah, he was. He was class. He could take set pieces on the ball. He could dribble, pass. Yeah. He could shoot. 
penalties. Oh my god, I could sit here for literally the next two hours and just talk. It's about it's a shame he had fan. he had that injury in regards to his yeah. international career as well because I mean he obviously talked about what he could have done for Arsenal, but he must have had that injury around the time that Spain were kind of coming out of their dominance, yeah, yeah. I guess. And he would have been a, he would have been really good to have as an option at what, that point. Why, with, you know. do, do you think? Oh yeah. Do you think it's the the injury that means he's forgotten in the way he is? Because I don't think, other than Arsenal fans, people really remember how good he actually was. That and not not. I, I mean, this is gonna be hard to hear, but not playing at the top of top of Europe every year. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I I accept that. Well, you I say mean, that he was there when we were playing in the Champions League. Yeah, I know, but I you're not you're not getting out of the group stage. I think it's the thing of he got the injury. And then not playing for what is it two years? It was two years. He got injured in I think it was October 2016. I didn't come back till the summer of 2018. So and then not having that two years. that goodbye at Arsenal as well is probably people haven't been reminded of what he was. Do you know what I mean? But do you want to know the one thing I do really love about his last ever game for Arsenal? What 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 do you think his he was doing with his last ever touch for Arsenal? I know what he was doing with his last ever touch because he got injured. Go on. Providing an assist to Messer. Yes, he got an assist with his last ever touch, and that sums him up perfectly. Yeah, yeah. My favorite thing about him what is definitely the uh, the when when Villarreal did the player reveal it was just him and that massive oh my god it was a magic trick wasn't it (laughs) it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen and the other thing about him is played in that Malaga team he, he did, did play in that Malaga team. You are played right. in that Malaga team. <laughs> we promise this isn't a Malaga episode, but Jesus, that no, it absolutely is. Let's where did just he turn it into a Malaga Where did he episode. start his career? Uh, let me have a look for. Was you. he at Valencia? I want to say it was no. It was I think it was Real Oviedo, wasn't it? Yeah, and he was him. at some team called Coverdonga before that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. He was where? I don't Cover want to hear Donga. about your Coverdonga. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he started his youth career at Oviedo, and he, it was him, Mata, and unfortunately we're going to have to mention him, Michu, donated money to Ooh. keep the club alive. Yeah. Um, I mean, he made his professional that's debut with Villarreal. Oh, yeah, and he's gone through Villarreal. Malaga, Arsenal, Villarreal. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's got some numbers again for Al Sad, hasn't he? Yes, mate. He's got a goal every other game. I mean, it is Al Sad, but... You know, fair play. The other thing is, you think about the Spanish midfielders who were in the Spain squad at the time he played. He yeah. still got 81 caps for Spain. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. I it? think that's another reason he might be a bit forgotten, is the, the talent, not only in the Prem, but in that Spain team, when he was playing, kind of meant he yeah. was never, like, the big household name that you'd remember. But I think in terms of his ability, the fact that he was still getting called up and playing in those teams... Yeah. It just shows you how good he was. It's crazy yeah. to think that he played Euro 2008, Euro 2012 and 2014 World Cup and I can't remember him in any of those squads. Well, probably 2008 just because I think... I think oh, he was wasn't young. in the 2010 squad but he was in the two Euro squads. Yeah, and the 2014. He no, he, he, was, he was injured I think for 2010. Oh, okay. Fair enough. But like, he, he won a range of things. Al, Al, oh, no, Al Sadd, he's got oh. a host of trophies. But I'd win a host of trophies at Al Sad. No offense. <laughs> on, mate, get, your, get your gloves on again. You're yeah, on Al Yeah. You know what he did win? Don't touch the trophy. The Inter Toto Cup. Oh, mate. Classic. Oh, I love it. I love it. You we love probably it. should talk about the Inter Toto Cup at some point because for a certain generation of fans, like that is an iconic trophy. But for Classic. people who weren't there for that, they've got no idea what that is. Not a clue. Uh, are we ready to vote, boys? Yeah, mate, this is yes. an easy decision for me this week. All right, well, you can go first, then. Yeah, it's, there's no point beating about the bush. It's Cazorla for me. Okay, sound. Like, as you said, he is my favourite player to ever do it. So Go on, Dan, you go next, mate. I'm also voting for Cazorla. I can't not. Like, I know it's my player, and I do this most weeks, but he's he's just so good, and he's so criminally underrated and forgotten, and he needs this recognition, I think. Yeah, I think he is class. I think that's a good vote, but... Uh, I'm voting for Heskey. I was <laughs> going to vote for Heskey. <laughs> you know, I, I was going to vote for Heskey. Vote. I, I'd agree. It, Dan absolutely stacked the cards against us here by picking my favourite ever player. I mean, to be, to be honest with you, there's, there's three players there that I think could get in. I'm probably... Well, don't know if Dan's going to ever come round to the Heskey idea. No, but I'm not. I think, I think the other <laughs> two are definitely ones that 
would always be in a streets won't forget conversation. Yeah, I, yeah. I, w- I just want to say I understand that you're saying I might stack the deck against you because all, but he absolutely is streets won't forget. Because oh, yeah, he yeah, is yeah. criminally, criminally underrated. I thought when I brought Julio Baptista, I thought, oh, maybe Dan's going to wait. Do you know what? Any other week, I probably would have gone for Baptista because I do. I do the thing about him, I just really like. <laughs> Next week, get going for Heskey. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do have a confession with that because you mentioned how it was going to be Ramirez, then Nasri, how we got to Heskey. Yeah. Because there was a moment in my mind where I said it and Harry was like, that's actually a really good shout. Where I was like, yeah, the reason I picked him is because I wanted to see Dan's reaction when he got into the Hall of Fame and Janino did it. <laughs> <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> this is why I have to do things like go for Kazola. I wanted oh, I wanted you to okay. olay my every word, Ben. I wanted you to enjoy Kazola <laughs> so much. I, I was sitting there, it's like, oh, I'm tempted to go and put my shirt on. My Kazola shirt. It's still hanging in my wardrobe. Good lad. Not like the English shirt you put in the bin after the Euros. <laughs> oh, yeah, mate, that got bin. I just realised, the only other thing that hampers Kazola is his early career, he was trying to get ahead of Raquel May, which is never going to be an easy task. Mm. So we've got two streets where we get players in the same position in the same team. Uh, to be fair, Villarreal is streets won't forget in so many ways. Like, yeah, true. What a club they are, man. Oh, yeah. Um, well, Sandy Cazorla is the newest member of the Streets Won't Forget Hall of Fame. He had some other icons like Adriano and Papisise, still. Uh, <laughs> and and Bouet. Bouet. And we we made a correct decision this week. <laughs> Do you know what? It's been a positive change this week. We've actually made a decision, it and it's been the right decision. Congratulations, um, well done, boys. We well haven't done, walked boys. away from this going, we've got more questions than we started. Really. <laughs> but... Well, talking of questions, it's oh, time man. for the end of episode quiz. Ooh! Ooh! Oh, oh, back, baby! Let's go! Let's go! Is it the Intertoto Cup final from 2008? Is, you know, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> It's all right, I've got that Braga team on the brain. Um, before I reveal the game, a quick rundown of the rules for anyone anyone that wants to play along at home. Uh, I'm going to give you a game, and you'll take turns guessing players who started in that game. I will accept a player from either side. Substitutes who came on will count, but unused substitutes will be counted as incorrect answers, and you have three lives. So, as I've said already, it's a tough one this week, and it is inspired by Antoine Griezmann, who in a recent interview was asked to name the teams from this game. And that game is France's 3-0 victory over Brazil in the 1998 World Cup final. Oh, my word. Harry, you can go first. Actually, that's not too bad. Uh, Well, I'll go with Zidane. You... Zinedine Zidane. (laughs) Is of course an incorrect answer. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's yeah, a correct yeah, answer. Yeah, it's yeah, a correct yeah. answer. <laughs> Can't fool me this time. Uh, ben, back to you. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the, the players I think scored because I think Desai got. Goal. I think he was captain, mate. So Marcel Desai yeah, is a correct answer. He didn't score. He got sent off. Oh, of course oh, wow. he did. Actually, I don't think he would have been captain. I think captain is Didier Deschamps. Didier Deschamps is a correct answer. He was captain. Nice. Stuff. Start, boys. We like it. Also, I know I say this most weeks, but if if you get this French striker, (laughs) I'll send you a fiver. Genuinely. I promise you, I hadn't heard of this bloke. Like, I had no clue who he is. But if you do, if you do guess him, well, you're not no, watching. If you do guess him. I know you're cheating. I know. <laughs> you I know you're cheating. <laughs> There's no way I'll get him. Right, I'm struggling to go through names now. Yeah, mate. I've got like two for France. Oh. But well, it's back to you, Ben. So drop him an answer. Um... <laughs> Preferably a correct one. Uh, I'm gonna go Lilian Turam. Lilian Turam. The correct answer. Um, R9. R9. I'm glad you've not called him Fat Ronaldo this week. Appreciate that. That's, Sorry, good. That's good progress from you. Uh, R9 is, of course, the correct answer because of the, the drama beforehand where he was in the team, then wasn't in the team, and then was in the team after. Was it fainted at the team? Yeah, hotel? yeah they had an all... epileptic fit or something, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Ronaldo is the correct answer. Back to you, Mr. Woolley. Uh, I'd like Faku. I knew, do you know what? I was thinking if it comes to me, I'm going to say Faku. I knew it. 
<laughs> For anyone who doesn't understand the Faku reference, uh, go back and listen to the previous episodes. There, uh, it was a discussion about pro evolution. Anyway, Faku slash Kafu is of course the correct answer. Nice. Way. Uh, Roberto Larcos. We'll whip out another one. I'm only gonna I'm only gonna accept correct answers that are now the uh, the best <laughs> name ones. Oh bloody hell. Uh, Roberto Carlos is a correct answer. Okay. No, no lives, no lives lost, boys. It's good. <laughs> yeah, we're running out. It was literally. <laughs> the thing I'd say about this, apart from the striker, the France team, you can absolutely get. Yeah, every I think name I that's think started. there's a lot, mm. lot better on there than I think there is in Brazil. Also, just to confirm, uh, there is two used substitutes for Brazil and three for France. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna nab another big name. Yeah. I'm gonna say Rivaldo. Rivaldo. Yeah, I was gonna go Rivaldo. Is a correct answer. Nice. Um. Have we had the French keeper? Uh, no, we have not. Is it Fabian Barthez? I was gonna say the same. Fabian Barthez. Or is it too early for him? I think he's all right there. It's an incorrect answer because it's Mikel Landru. Uh, no, it, <laughs> Fabian Bartes is a correct answer. That was a bit of a bit of a punt, not gonna lie. Do you remember he always used to roll his shorts up? Yeah, well, he used to wear them like a nappy. Thing? Yeah, a bit of a weird, weird man. <laughs> and he was so bald. Exceptionally bald. Uh, ben, um, back to you, my friend. Emmanuel Petit. Ooh. I think that's right. The Arsenal scored, fan has he? gone with Arsenal. Emmanuel Petit did score. It's a correct answer. Yes. Um. I'll go Patrick Vieira. Might be too early. Patrick Vieira. Vieira. Whoa. He was a substitute. <laughs> oh. He was a used oh. substitute. Oh. I feel the tension building there. I had to let the moment run. Yeah. Did France play two up top? Mm. Or did you have to tell us? I'm going to be honest with you. The formations show France as playing two up top, but one of the strikers I would say is an attacking midfielder, not an out and out striker. That's all I'm going to say. Well, I'm going to I'm going to take a punt with an actual striker. Okay, I'm going to say David Trezeguet. Ooh. David Trezeguet. Is an incorrect answer. Ooh. And uh, has lost a okay. life. Uh, I think. Oh, is it too late? I'm going to go Dunga. Dunga. I think he might be captain around that time. Because then he, he, he played as captain and managed. Brazil, the same as the Champs, and I think they were in the same final. Dunga was captain. That's the correct answer. Didn't I'm he get sent off now. in the '94 World Cup final? Oh, did he miss the penalty? I can't remember. He definitely played in the '94 yeah, final. Yeah, that's why I thought maybe too late. But yeah, well, he was there and he was wearing the captain's armband. Then. Back to you with a life lost. Yeah. Struggling on this one. I thought you might. Yeah. Because now all I'm thinking of is the Arsenal names from this time. <laughs> yeah, because you had you literally had the French squad for a couple of years. Yeah, mate, because I know Robert Perez is in this team. I'm gonna Ooh. help you slightly. I'm gonna help you slightly, both of you here. There are no Arsenal players left. Oh, unlucky, mate. 
That strategy's gone out the window. Yeah, I don't know whether that's <laughs> helped him or hindered him. How how close do we have to get the pronunciation of the name? Well, try me. I, I, look, I've accepted Adam Irvin. I've accepted Mark Marquez. <laughs> I've accepted... That's very true. <laughs> who else did I accept? You didn't accept Michael Lambeau. No, no, but there was another one where we got the name wrong, wasn't there? Probably. Or was that the only oh, one? Probably. Oh, God knows. Anyway, hit me with it. Just attacking midfielder. But Yuri Jorkeef. Jorkov. Jorkov. It's Jorkov. Jorkov. Yeah, I knew he was on about. It's the attacking midfielder who played a striker. That's a correct answer. Oh. God for that. Uh, I will go Romario. Romario. Yeah. It's an incorrect answer. Oh, no. Was it I too late? I don't think he went in 98, because I think they picked somebody else ahead of him, and there was quite a lot of uproar about it. He was injured. He was injured, so he didn't go in 98, Romario. Uh, two lives back each. Two yes. Back to you, Ben. Sweat now. This is not what I need to <laughs> He's going to meet Morton Gams Pedersen. <laughs> Um, he wishes. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> I'm gonna say Giovanni, but the <laughs> falling out with Van Hal to Giovanni. <laughs> Giovanni, and guessing random Brazilian names isn't gonna help you. <laughs> hey, look, <laughs> I've got to try it. He is an incorrect answer. You are okay. down to a single life. That's not ideal. Uh, Frank LaBeouf. This would really put the pressure on if this is right. Frank LaBeouf. Another baldy in the France team. Very bold. Frank LaBeouf is a correct answer. Mm. It stays 2-1. Back to you, Ben. We got the Brazil keeper haven't got the Brazil keeper. I'm thinking the same as you if it is him. I don't know if it's him. Is it too early? It's too early for or... I, I... Is it too early for him to have started? Yeah, that's a good shout. He might have been in the squad. But he's, the, he's the only Brazil They're keeper. They're bringing on a keeper, mind. there's a big problem. <laughs> you know what? There's no greater danger than playing it safe. Don't do it. Sometimes you, I'd rather be confidently wrong than. I don't know. I'm going to say Dida. I'm going to go. I would have gone Dida. Dida. It's an incorrect no. answer. No. Harry is the winner. No way. Leader is incorrect. What? I will run you through uh, the teams replay. in full. Surely not. I would have had like Henri, maybe Laurent Blanc as a guess. Maybe both of those would have been incorrect. Laurent Blanc was oh. incorrect because he got sent off. You could have guessed those during the actual quiz. You Laurent Blanc got sent off in the semi-finals, and he was suspended. I was see. the um, left back? Was it Lizzie Razou? The teams in full. Ah, for Brazil, it was Claudio Tafarel in goal. I never would have got that. No, I, I think he's quite it. forgotten, yeah. Uh, the back four, you got Cafu and you got Roberto Carlos. The centre-backs were Junior Baiano and Aldair. That would, I wouldn't have guessed them. I know. Brazil, they're making these players up. Uh, in midfield, there's one name you'll definitely know. You obviously got Dunga. Uh, the one name you'll know is Leonardo. I still oh, wouldn't have got him. Uh, and Cesar Sampao. I don't know who that is. Eh? No. Yeah. You got Rivaldo and you got Ronaldo. The other starting striker was a name that I knew of, but I don't know whether you two would have known it. It's Bebeto. Yeah, I, would, I know of him. Would I have got it? Probably not. Yeah, the substitute... I think what Harry means is he doesn't know him, because I don't yeah. know him either. The two substitutes were Edmundo 
You could have just uh, gone and, with Brazilian names. And yeah, Nielsen. I could. Well, Arsenal Danielson. Oh, I could again. I could have just guessed no, the Brazilian old record transfer Danielson. Not Arsenal. That would have been a smart guess. No. Not not Arsenal. Uh, for France, you did quite well. You got Bartes, you got Toram, you got Frank Leboeuf, you got Marcel Desailly. The left back was Lizarazu. Ooh. Um, you got Deschamps, who was captain. Uh, the two other players you missed in the starting eleven were Christian Carambu. Oh. Never would have got him. striker, please, if one of you's heard of this man, <laughs> Stefan Givarche. What? What? I... Hang on. So they've got the likes of bloody Henri. David Trezeguet on the bench. Have they got Henri? When I, when I saw the Griezmann interview and I thought, do you know what, I'm going to do this game, went and looked at the team, I was like, Henri's going to be up front. And then it popped up with Stefan Givarche, and I was like, who in God's name <laughs> are you? Who is he? Him up. That's going to set you up. Yeah, tell me some played? of the teams he's played for. All right. How do you spell I it? Even yeah. spell his name. <laughs> um, I will stick it in the in the chat, and you can copy and paste it. Stefan, uh, and the, the substitutes. Just quickly, you have got Patrick oh, Vieira, obviously. Uh, Christoph yeah. Duguri was one of the substitutes. All right. Uh, and a guy whose name I'm going to butcher the pronunciation, but it was Alan Bogasan. Oh, what player? Again, right. I have oh. no clue who he is. <laughs> so Stefan Gouvache has played for. A bunch of French teams, and then had a two-year spell where he went from Newcastle, where he joined in 1998. So he, he, I think he's joined and left. He's joined in January and left in the summer right. to Rangers. Okay. He scored. He played four goals for New. <laughs> played four goals. Played four games for Newcastle. And got one goal. Yeah, and you know what? It's <laughs> 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 cost me the bloody quiz. <laughs> Stefan Gouvard. How have they got on? I know Henri and Trezeguet are young at this point, but have you got them two sat on the bench and you're playing a boat? Was Anelka in the squad Givash? at this point? I think he might have been. Knowing the French team, he probably started in the squad and had a falling out with along the way. <laughs> Stefan What a wonderful episode of the Streets Don't Forget podcast. Santi Cazorla is the newest member of the Hall of Fame. Uh, and we will be back next week with what we're going to describe as a, a top secret first part of a three-part series. So please tune in for that. Uh, make sure you follow us on Spotify and give us a five-star rating. really helps us out. Uh, go and follow us over on Twitter as well and on TikTok, which is being run by Mr. Martinez himself. Thank you very much for listening. See you next week. One, two, three, four. Gira can hit them. From David Villa, great finish. He's done just that, he scored! Jadinho's done it! Yakubu making another.